This is an Anami podcast. We're on a podcast. Are we starting? Yeah. Okay. Nezrin, hi. Hey. Devin. Hey. Hey. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you too. Haven't seen you since our photo shoot. Oh my God, yeah. Other for than online. Exactly. Wow. So for the listeners at home, Nezrin did the wonderful uh, cover photo of the Growing Up pod where actually, <laughs> where I'm like covering one eye in it and, and someone commented that that's the sign of the Illuminati. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to ask you first and foremost, when did you join the Illuminati? When did you? <laughs> Uh, 2004 when I booked Ned's. Oh, okay. Well, they haven't reached out to me yet, but I'm sure like now that they know who took the photos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, they got to have you on their radar yeah. because but we're that all, was all you, you were the model. It's I true. Just, I did yeah. it. Dang. It was my Illuminati. <laughs> um, so welcome to the pod. I've been wanting to talk to you on here and just, just see you off online, off Twitter, off Instagram. I know I'm real. You're a real person. I do exist offline, yeah. Yeah, we almost went to a amazing concert. And then I had to go to Ohio. That's okay. You, uh, Nezrin <laughs> turned me on to one of my favorite music artists right now, uh, Gus Dapperton. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. His latest al album, Henge, is like my favorite, one of my favorite records this year. Probably same. I'm waiting for my Spotify rap to come out because I know that's going to be like at the top. Henge is going to yeah. be all over it for me. Yeah. yeah. I've I've been going in on it. That and like James Blake's new one. Oh, okay. I haven't listened. Yeah, it's good. Nice. It's real good. So thanks for putting me on to some of my favorite music. Uh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> on Growing Up, we like to talk about uh, growing up. So I have a, a very broad question for you. Okay. What have been your keys to growing up? Mm, keys in what sense? <sighs> like the main things that have gotten you through. Oh, I feel like the number one thing for me, I'm hyper independent. Like I do everything myself. I'm very much like if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think a big part of growing up for me, it was just like learning that I'm like, can't rely on anybody don't want to rely on anybody. It's so nice when other people like help me with stuff or do stuff for me. But like at the end of the day, like you're stuck with yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've become like very, like I travel alone. I live alone. I am so comfortable like doing stuff by myself and like spending time with myself. And I think that's a quality that not many people possess, especially like girls my age. Mm. Like they're like, oh my God, you like went to Thailand by yourself for two weeks. And I'm like, yeah. Why not? <laughs> like, yeah. Who, like, I'm not going to wait for someone to, like, go somewhere with me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm super independent myself, and I do think it's a, a quality you have to, like, hone. Well, and it's weird when you realize that other people aren't like that. Yeah. Like, I think, I, I know a lot of people who are, you know, kind of, like, really comfortable with themselves, but not everyone. Yeah. 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 It really takes practice. You can get so independent that you're like, wait. Do I do I need anyone? Oh no, I'm like, like depressed frequently. <laughs> like yeah. when it when I think too hard about it, I'm like, wait, where are my friends? Yeah. 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 I think there's a meme out there right now. Like, what is it? Like, I, I think I healed too much because yeah. there's no one around me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I've cut everyone out. Like on accident. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I think that's a I think that's a great key to growing up that a lot of people don't have and that really takes time and commitment to do because you will get lonely and you will feel impulses like not to be independent or to want some money or, or to wait to go on a trip because you don't have like a friend who's willing to go. Yeah. I think that was a big one for me because like I love traveling and that's just like 
something I like to do in my spare time. Same. And I kept being like, oh my God, like, do you guys want to go here? And my friends were like, oh, like, I don't have time. I don't have money. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go. Yeah. Like, and I'm just going to have fun and I'm going to take a tripod and a remote. And really, why did I even need to bring a friend in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> if so, you can get the shots. Yeah. You're good. I know. I feel like, I feel like that's one of my big things though, that I've realized like growing up has like pushed me so far, like in my personal life, in my career. Yeah. And just like, yeah. Were you independent as like a teenager? Um, pretty independent. I have a younger sister. She's two years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was with her a lot. I was with my family a lot. I had a lot of friends, like middle school, high school and stuff that I would do stuff with. I think it was more like when I went to college and, you know, you have like different class schedules than everybody. And like I was doing photography in my spare time and like not like hanging out with my friends all the time. Like, I don't know. I just kind of took a different path because there were different things I like wanted to do. Yep. That maybe I couldn't do with everybody or yeah. like not everybody else was interested in. So, Yeah. That's huge. Even at like uh, music festivals for me, sometimes people get, or like even like a big concert or whatever, like sometimes people spend the whole time trying to like stay with their friend group and there's yeah. actually like a lot of stress around it because yeah. everyone wants to do different things and they're trying to make a decision among like eight people. And I learned like early on like, oh, I don't like this energy at all. I love yeah. you people, but yeah. like, why is this so stressful? I want to go see that band, so I'm going to go do that. Bye. Well, yeah, and there are like certain things I really love doing with like groups of people. And yeah. I have I have a very wide network, like different friend groups, like yeah. all over the place, which I really love because it's just friends from like all walks of life who I do different things with. And yeah. it's like, not like, categories, but kind yeah. of, I don't know. I, like, no, I think we're similar in that yeah. way. Yeah. I'm like, like, oh, if I want to go to this, like this person would totally go with me mm -hmm. and like, it would be fun and easy. And I have friends that like, I love to travel with because they're super like similar to me and like the way we travel and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, let's hear from this week's sponsor, Henson Shaving. Are you at home shaving your face, your legs, maybe your chest like me? <laughs> Here's what's up. We all are probably using crappy little razors that aren't made well, that you have to replace all the time. And the thing is, they're cheap materials, but they're not cheap to buy. For me, I get razor burn, I get nicks. I don't enjoy it. So if you are looking to upgrade your razor game, and even if you're thinking, nah, do I really need that? You do. You do. You need to make the switch because I did and I'm thrilled with it. Let's hear more about Henson Shaving. Okay, Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and the Mars Rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. So by using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just .0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Seriously, Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. Do you get the distinction? That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. The Henson razor works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. Look at this thing. You can't see it, but it's beautiful. 
and it has an incredible feel to it. Shaving with it is amazing. It's a beautiful engineered razor. And once you have the actual razor, it's only going to cost you 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. So this is it. This is your razor for life. Instead of having to constantly replace and throw out and get those expensive different head cartridges and all that. Nah. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash growing up to pick the razor for you and use code growing up and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash growing up and use code growing up. So yeah, go to hensonshaving.com. Enter growing up at checkout to get 100 free blades with your purchase. You must add both the 100 blade pack and the razor for the discount to apply. Thanks so much to Henson Shaving for sponsoring today's episode and for sponsoring my shaves from here on out for my life. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I'll have this forever now. Wild. Okay, guys, back to our show. So those are those are the real friends, or those are those are my special friends, the ones I can travel with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes a very specific type of person. Mm-hmm. We gotta be. You have to be on the exact same wavelength. We gotta be on the same yeah. wavelength on specific things. Yeah. I'm not gonna feel stressed about shit when I travel. Like I don't get stressed when I travel, even though there's stressful situations. I don't really either. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? Okay, my number one pet peeve: people yeah. who can't like navigate an airport. Thank you. Get your life Thank together. You. Thank you. What are we like? What are we doing? It's yeah. funny. How old are you? Yeah. Like, get I, your shit together. I just, I can't. I'm like weaving and like whipping through the airport, and people are like looking around, looking at signs. I, <laughs> I can't. And like, if that's you, that's totally fine. But like, we're not going on a trip together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, people who like make little things very stressful. Yeah. I can't do that because there will come maybe bigger things that like require us to keep our cool. And if you're getting stressed just about like the airport, like yeah. that's a simple thing. A calling line, an Uber. Yeah. Calling yeah. an Uber. Oh my God. I don't know. Is it here? Do I go? It's like, yeah. whoa, whoa. I'm like, baby. let's chill. Can let's we have a chill? Good time. Yeah. I'm traveling to like enjoy my life, yeah. not to feel like I'm back in LA. Yeah, exactly. You know, relax. <laughs> Uh, where have been your favorite places you've traveled recently? I see you all over the place. I know. Uh, recently, well, yeah. I went to my friend's wedding in the Cotswolds in that, England. That's right. Which was gorgeous. It's like the English countryside and absolutely stunning. Like best trip ever. Um, I also, I go to Paris a lot now for work. I really love Paris. And Me now too. I like have a friend who lives there. And so it's really fun to go and like visit her and hang out with her and stay with her and like do things with a French person. Yeah. Yeah. Drop into the local exactly. like, experience. Like, my yeah. French is okay, but it's not very good. And so I'm like, oh, I like going places with her because she like knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> I also went to Jamaica this year, which Damn. is really cool. Cool. For like some brand work. Yeah. 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 That's dope. It was beautiful. Yeah. I went to Paris my first time two years ago and uh, I see why people write about it. People love I it. I see why. And you know what? It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I I had Parisians in Los Angeles kind of talking shit about Paris. You know, people get jaded about like their own place. Like they're like, yeah, yeah you know, Paris is fine, but like everyone's got attitudes and they had all this shit to say. People don't have attitudes. I, don't I know experience. We're getting that. I experienced not one they attitude. They were so nice. Not one attitude. And my French is bad. I I do kind of speak French though, so I can understand maybe like 
a stupid American really? going in somewhere and people being like annoyed. But like my French is not good. And, yeah. and they were so nice. <laughs> I speak no, I speak no French. Okay, and exactly. they were still nice. And so you me. had a great time. I had a yeah. wonderful time. Yeah. Everyone was nice. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, it's great. It really is uh, inspiring in Paris. I get why like artists have gone there since like forever, forever. to go get, yeah. to go write their books and feel their like, you know, life, like yeah. feel the inspiration. I definitely felt that while I was there. I could spend more time there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You go shoot there? Um, yeah, Paris Fashion Week, which is What's what's that like? It's a lot. I my first one was last year and I I don't know. I think I just didn't really know what to expect because obviously like New York Fashion Week is like a a pretty big deal, but it's yeah. also very at least now um like influencer and social media heavy. Okay. Like it's, I would say more kind of like fun and it's about the parties. It's a little more chill. I would say it's more like accessible. Yeah. Like if you're an influencer and you want to like get started in fashion stuff, you could easily like reach out to PR companies and go to stuff in New York fashion. Got it. Paris Fashion Week. I was like, oh my God, this is serious. Like they're so for real right now. <laughs> and I'm scared. Got it. I was like, I'm not cut out to hang out with all these fashiony people. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paris fashion. It's a lot. Next level. But it's, I mean, it's like the biggest designers. It's haute couture. Sure. It's like really, really like huge shows. Like the biggest celebrities in the world. For all sure. the K-pop artists are going to the shows. You Come know, on. screaming fans, <laughs> screaming, crying, throwing up outside the shows. Oh and I'm my like, God. oh my God. Um, so I do feel very lucky to have like clients that are like going to that and like for sure. me to shoot their like pre-show looks and stuff. I had one client who snuck me into the Hermes runway show because she was like, if you just come in, like they won't kick you out. And it was it was a hassle to get me in. But we were like, no, she's leaving like right after I take her photo. Like we just made something yeah, yeah. up. Yep. And they kind of like let me in and they were like, you better get out. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. But there's, there's standing room. And so I just stood in the standing room with everybody else. It was incredible. It was like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Like the production value is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you live you live a life <laughs> that I watch on social media that I know, I know obviously you're a human with like feelings and like, <laughs> You know, like there's Thank like you. other layers to your life. Thank you so much. But if you just peep Nezrin's Instagram, you're going to be seeing like all the glory. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Traveling, and I've, shooting beautiful people. I've lived many lives though, I think I think is what's interesting. Like I, you know, started out in photography when I was like in college, just like taking pictures of my friends, even in high school, like taking photos of my friends, which slowly evolved into like me shooting shows every night, like after class when I was in college to going on tour with artists. And that was like my main thing forever. And then I was doing events for like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and then the pandemic happened. So that all kind of stopped. And yep. now I've kind of rebranded and done like a lot more like celebrity and like portrait and lifestyle. Yep. And now I'm doing a lot of events randomly. Yeah. Which like, people are like, are you an event photographer? I was like, not really. <laughs> but I'm like, a photographer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like a portrait photographer. Yeah. And brands now like want their content to look more elevated. So yep. I end up like shooting events somehow. Yeah. Which I have fun with, but it's like not at all what I came into photography. Yeah, and probably not the cr creatively the most exciting, but not socially. Yeah, not cool. always, but also a lot of my clients like let me have fun with it. Yeah. Which is night like they just trust my vision yeah they're like yeah just take pics and yeah like, whatever however you like, want to do cool. it cool great yeah i <laughs> i have a couple friends including you who are photographers who 
kind of everyone's story that I know who does it on the level that you guys do is a little like that. I mean, photography for so many people is a hobby, you know, especially once Instagram was created. Well, and everyone went through like their photographer phase. Yes. Everyone had like a photo Instagram where they were like, book me for a shoot. And yeah, I put a filter. Us, I put a filter on a square photo. For some photo. of us, it's stuck. Like, <laughs> you're like seriously. Yeah, I'm like, no, this wasn't a phase. <laughs> yeah. I am this. Yeah, I I love my friends who have made a career out of photography, though. Like that's entrepreneurship, and that's like valuing yourself. I find. Yeah. Because anyone can take photo. Well, anyone can take not great photos, but anyone can take yeah, a photo. Absolutely. Not everyone can turn that into like a life and a business and a career. Yeah. When did it like become clear to you that you could I don't know I think that's a tough question because like I I always liked photography like in high school um I was lucky enough to go to a high school that had a film lab and so I was like in the dark room all the time and I was like learning how to shoot film and develop my own negatives and print my own prints with all the like fucking chemicals and stuff and I was like I really into like the hands-on part of it yeah and then I was on my school's yearbook and then when I went to college I like you know had like a DSLR camera so I was just like taking photos of my friends and I got this idea that I wanted to like shoot concerts yep. I was like that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna shoot concerts I'm gonna go to everything for free <laughs> and I haven't paid for a concert ticket since so <laughs> and what? What was the concerts at the time? Was it like warped? Were you like emo or what? Oh, was it? yeah. No, I was definitely, definitely. I, emo. I pegged that. Yeah. I, I, I was like, it's, yeah. People, emo. Some people it was were emo. surprised. And I'm like, I don't know how you were surprised. No, nope, that was, that was, I was a, absolutely like a pop punk kid. Yep. That was my guess. Um, <laughs> no, I, I feel like it was also interesting because when I was in college, there were so many artists like coming up that like now are like huge. Like, G Easy. I I feel like I reference him in every interview, but he was one of the first artists to like really put me on. He was always tagging me Hell in the yeah. photos I took of him. Yeah. He was always like inviting me out to stuff and like really just giving me access that like a lot of other photographers aren't given. And with, you know, people like that, G Easy, Hoodie Allen, Mod Sun, like back in the day, they were they were big, but like not, you know. A-list celebrities, yeah. but they would give me access to like everything and like yeah. get my name out there and do all this stuff. And I kind of became in Portland, like the music photographer, because also when you're living in like a smaller market like that, it's so much easier to get access to stuff. So I was able yes. to like build a portfolio, build a rapport with like tons of artists, every artist that came through Portland. I was shooting shows like almost every night in college. Like that was all I did for so zero dollars. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so I did like the starving artist thing for a while. I, mm-hmm. did, I put in my time. Mm-hmm. But by the time I graduated college, I had tours like lined up for like two years. Dude. So I finished school early in 2017, immediately went on tours. And that's all I did up until, you know, 2020. Yeah. Till, yeah. Till the like world I was about out. to start a tour March 12th, 2020. Wow. When like everything happened. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. good about the changes because of the pandemic? I, I kind of do just because I think it forced me to like go in a new direction. Yeah. And I also think there's kind of a wall that you hit in music photography where mm-hmm. it's just like, especially for female photographers, it's a boys club. It's a whole thing. I had pivoted at one point and I was like, I only want to work with female artists. So I was working with a lot of like p- female pop artists, which was great, but it just like the money isn't amazing. Right. And there's a ceiling on it. Yeah. And so I just, I felt like I had done 
a lot and maybe not reach the point where I wanted to be. But I was like, you know what? Let's see what else is out there. And so I'm enjoying what I'm doing now because I also feel like it's a little more creative. Yeah. Like when clients come to me now, they're like, hey, like I'm wearing this crazy designer outfit. I'm getting hair and makeup done. It's at this really sick location. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I get to like, like make a creative vision, yeah. which is so much more, I think, fulfilling to me than like shooting the same show every single night for three months straight. For sure. Which is what I did for a long time. So it's been fun. It's just been different. And I always appreciate like the people who like stuck with me through like all phases of my career from like Tumblr until like now. You were it's a, crazy. You were a Tumblr. Oh yeah, my Tumblr was big. That's how like most people found me on the internet. Mm. Yeah, I had like eighty thousand followers on Tumblr, Damn. which doesn't sound like a lot now. No, but, back but on then, Tumblr, yeah, yeah, you know that was so that's crazy. a ton. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Um, and so I had grown a lot of my following on there, and that's where I just like posted stuff in high school, and I would just like post my photography. Yeah, so bad, no edits, like the worst photos ever. <laughs> and people were like, "This is amazing." Like, Thanks, guys. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Yeah, I I could see you being on Tumblr based on your based on your Twitter. I could see you right. being popular on Tumblr. Devin really wants to talk about my Twitter. Listen, I really do. I'm breaking the fourth wall right now and looking at the camera because no, Devin that's really good. Wants I, to talk about my Twitter. Please tell them <laughs> tell them I do want to talk about your Twitter. What do you want to talk about? It's one of my favorite Twitter feeds because it just feels it it feels like Tumblr. It feels like Twitter ten years ago. It Thank feels you. like Thank you so just, much. just quippy, funny thoughts that I don't really see happening on Twitter anymore. You kept it old school. You know, I like a joke. I have a great yeah. sense of humor. Let me see if I can just find like one to just give you I'm like you know, scared because I don't know what you're gonna Well look, like Nezra and I did this photo shoot and then became friends and like I follow all her stuff and then I would just see her her tweets coming out just like these quippy felt like 2010s <laughs> Twitter feed of just silly, irreverent, whatever. I mean, like, I mean this. It, it doesn't make it. This is this is a Nezrin tweet from August. No, I'm really scared. It, it, just, just this. It doesn't make any sense that if cars bump into each other a little bit, it's immediately dramatic. <laughs> they should be able to kiss a little and that should be fine. You see what I'm saying? Like just- Am I wrong? Just a bunch of that. Yeah. And every time I see it, I'm like, <laughs> Nesrin, you're silly. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Twitter's always been, I've been on Twitter since 2009. Yeah, so that's like the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was always just like my, my silly, goofy, like non-professional platform. And it kind of grew into a thing where like, I was going viral like once a week at one point and I like worked with Twitter and like was recognized by their creator team. They like reached out and they were like, hey, like we would love to verify you. Like you're so funny. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Tell me more. I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> no, and I worked with them on a bunch of like Twitter campaigns. I had billboards in Times Square. I had one of my tweets on the roof of the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. What? Yeah. And now I don't tweet anymore because you know, it's X. I know. I don't X anymore. Like, I don't even know what that is. I know. It doesn't make any sense to I kind of got, I kind of got it away gave me from the it egg. too. Yeah. I actually, when it switched to X, it like made me re-log in and then errored out when I tried to re-log in. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I'm they, out of here. They took away my blue check and I said, and you know what? I didn't want it anyway. Like, actually, I, I did. <laughs> I did tweet at you when that happened. It was like, 
is it less special in here now without our without our blue checks? And the answer is yes. Yeah. But am I gonna? I worked hard for that. But am I gonna pay for it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. I've tried Threads, and it's just it's not the same vibe. No. Like the people on Threads literally think I deserve a Netflix stand-up special. <laughs> like they've never heard a joke before. Yeah. They don't understand like, context or dry humor or sarcasm. And I'm like, I'm so worried about like what you guys are like in real life. Yeah, you're like, so, this is my. It's not. This my is audience. my. This is not my good material. No, this and is, and yeah. it's like the people from Instagram, and I'm like, I, just look at the pictures. Like exactly. we don't all need to be on here. I know. I think we all got on Threads. That first week it dropped, we all got on it, yeah. you know, for like a couple days. I was excited, but then I realized it was the wrong type of people on there. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. I know. We just have to ride through these yeah. social media changes. I know. Yeah, X is kind of dead for me. Instagram's still still the main one. And, and TikTok. Yeah. I love watching TikTok. I'm not a big... You don't make them. Not really. I do when I have to. <laughs> not like by choice. You, you get forced to. I just make, you know, enough TikToks to like... To keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> to still be out yeah, there. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a TikToker. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just you haven't quite popped on TikTok. No, just no, Instagram. no TikTok billboards. No, none. Okay. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Someday, one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's been a huge part of I guess if you're a creative professional, like our social media lives are like such an important part of it for both our brands, for yeah. our creativity, for our... And just pivoting to like keep up with whatever trends are going on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, at what point does that like compromise the integrity of like what you're trying to make? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And as a photographer, I'm just like, obviously Instagram is all is of the our one. main social platforms. Yep. And it's really frustrating when Instagram is like trying to push video and trying to push like all these things. And I'm like, what happened to this app? Yeah. 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 They've tried to do a million different things. And none of it's working. Yeah. Like what, what are we doing? Yeah. I'm looking at you, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, Instagram. Help yeah. us. Literally. Help our photographers. <laughs> um, yeah. And also listeners, if you haven't, uh, seen Nezrin's photography you should because it's really it's really beautiful I love Thank I love you. photography yeah you posted some like old photo like in like this golden light like in a forest like with someone recently and I don't know it's just it's gorgeous oh Selena yeah yeah. She's like one of my best friends. Yeah. Cool. We we like always do like fun, creative, like weird shoots. And we shot that during the pandemic. Cool. When it was like just us hanging out. And she was like, maybe we should take photos. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I love those. Yeah. Do you still love film? Like, do you still love doing yeah. it where you have to? Absolutely. I think film is one of the things that I have just kept fun for myself. I really do not shoot work on film if I can help it. Right. Recently, I've had a lot of brands like ask me to do that. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, can you like shoot one of your like friends on film albums for us? And I was <laughs> like, I mean, a check is a check. I'll do it. <laughs> but I'm not like a film photographer when it comes to work stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps photography fun for me yeah. is like that medium. I just, I, I take my 35 millimeter like point and shoot around with me and I take photos of my friends like at parties and you know just behind the scenes of our lives and like when we're just hanging out and it's more like personal and raw and like the photos aren't always amazing they're just kind of whatever and I post them in like dumps called like Black Prince FOF which is like friends on film yeah and yeah just keeps it fun for me film just comes like film just gives you a feeling I love even when the photo is not 
perfect. Like yeah. when it's a little out of focus or something got fucked up, like it gives me more emotion. Like, Absolutely. You know, and, I, I feel and, like I'm in a place. And I like also getting a roll of film developed. Yeah. I think like that's such a fun feeling when I'm like, I don't really even remember what's on this. Yes. And you get it back and it's like 36, like really fun photos. Yeah. For years I've done this thing. Like if my friends and I, I only do it occasionally. Like if my friends and I go on a trip or do like an Airbnb couple nights in the desert or whatever, mm-hmm. like bringing uh, just a Kodak disposal. Absolutely. Just bringing a disposable and shooting there, forgetting what's on it. Yeah. Having it sit in my it's room for a, a couple months. Way to have memories. Going like, oh, I should go get this developed. Yeah. And then there you go. There's like these photos with such memory and like feeling and emotion in them. Yeah. Well, and like Friends on Film was also inspired by like growing up, me and my sister always had like you know, so many family photo albums because our yes. parents would take pictures on film all the time. Yeah. My uncle like worked at Kodak at some point. Oh, wow. And so we had just like a bunch of little 35 millimeter cameras. Yeah. And I'm so glad that my mom and dad like took so many photos. I'm not even kidding. Mountains of photo albums yeah. in my house, <laughs> yeah. which is like annoying, but like, I'm going to love it someday. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I started shooting film, I was always taking around disposables. Eventually I got like a 35 millimeter, yeah. but I love having, you know, film from like 2012, like, or 2013 when I started college and like all of my college friends and like the shows I started shooting and like yeah. artists like way back when I'm like, oh, that could like be in a photo book someday or yep. something. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a nice way to like chronicle life. It is. And it is different than having it all on digital. Yeah. It is different. Having like a hundred film photos from X amount of years is so different than having 30,000 photos on a phone my that you don't have anymore. Roll. Am I ever going to look at that again? I, like, no. Why are there 86,000 photos on there? Dude, same. <laughs> it's insane. But am I going to delete them? No. no. Never. Never. <laughs> no, I just I'll never delete them. I simply get a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I get a new phone. I transfer them. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I know. Yeah, film, there's something about it. Like, I actually just, we have a, we have a Ned's, um, for my Ned's podcast, we have a live show coming up in LA and I have these photo albums from those years. Like, thank oh my God, God, my cute. parents, like my parents, you know, took Again, photos. Again, like, shout and, out to our parents. Dude, because shout Because I'm like, I literally wouldn't even know what I looked like back then. Nope. I guess you would because you were on a show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, on but camera, like photos but. of that, it's like so precious. Yeah, That's and then nice organized and put into like photo albums yeah. with like little captions yeah. like I'm like wow that's, that's so, precious that I know. that was physical Instagram I know <laughs> and there's something to it like going through through these photos that like I don't have anywhere digitally I don't know it means something yeah you should scan them yeah, I started to because that's why I was going through them was I was creating a slideshow for like the live show. Cute. And so started to scan some. Yeah. At least like a little one little slideshow. Love it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for like, I think all of us enjoy photography to some degree, but I'm going to say like advice for someone out there who actually feels like. Like they want to be a photographer. Yeah, like that calling. I like, get that question so much. Like what yeah? do you give to like aspiring photographers? Yeah. What I always say is like keep shooting just because I think I have gone through now so many different chapters of my life with photography where I'm shooting completely different things. But I also am really glad that like I have experience in all these different fields, whether someone asked me to shoot portraits or, you know, a party, a graduation, food photos, a brand campaign, a 
commercial, a billboard, I can confidently say yes to do like so many different things. Yeah. So I think shooting, keeping busy, developing experience, just saying yes to like opportunities that come your way. But also while doing that, like I guess finding out what you enjoy and what you're good at and what your style looks like. Because I think also editing is a huge part of it. Lighting is a huge part of it. Like Mm -hmm. for me, the composition of my photos is like a big thing. Everything is symmetrical. I'm like, I'm not OCD, but apparently I am because I need to have the subject directly in the center of my photo or like I won't even look at it. Just stuff like that. And like my editing style is very unique. And I always tell people, I'm like finding something that makes you stand out from the crowd is like honestly what will push you further in your career. Yeah. If your photos look like everybody else's, like it's it's not going to work out for you. Truth. <laughs> Editing such a huge part. Like I've done huge photo part. shoots that I already liked the photos. I was like, oh, these are great. And and they're like, no, 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 just just wait. Yeah. Like just wait till I'm done with them. Yeah. And then I get them back and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you brought this thing well, to life. Well, I think life. it's fun seeing the different editing styles of so many photographers because I also feel like sometimes I shoot like similar stuff to people, but then I see the way it turns out and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have even thought of that. For yeah. sure. And you can, I mean, the editing software, when I like finally got on even Lightroom is like kind of basic, but like when I got in there, it doesn't matter how you shot it. You can make it look like a anything. thousand different ways. Yeah. yeah. So you really do have to find your own taste and like, what is your style? What do you like? What do you gravitate towards? Yeah. I know. That's what I always tell people. Yeah. Just that's like, good. Just, just figure it out and figure mm-hmm. out how you can make yourself stand out and like, don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also feel like I put myself in a box for so long because I was like, with- I'm a music photographer and I'm only shooting concerts, which was like fine because I was doing that and I was yeah. really enjoying it. But then once I started doing other stuff, I was like, oh my God, I'm not a music photographer anymore. Yeah. And that was like a weird thing to wrap my head around. But I was like, and what's wrong with that? And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, it was like an identity thing. It wasn't so much an identity thing. It was just kind of like that's all I had ever done. Yeah. And so to step out of that was so weird and like foreign to me. Yeah. That I was like, I don't know why I'm making this such a big deal. Like, girl, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We must grow as artists. Exactly. Nezrin. Exactly. We yeah. are not just one thing exactly. ever. And it's boring to be. It's so boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's my that's probably one of my keys for growing up. And it's not for everyone, but it's like is like you're not one thing. Don't let yourself feel stuck in any part of your life. Fully go into something. Become that identity. Become that tour photographer. Like, do it for a time and know there will come a time when it actually is, like, right and organic to move beyond that. Absolutely. Relationships, living situations, cities you live in. Like, let your life flow and change. Like, that's that's the magic that I, I love about it. A hundred percent. I get bored, you know? Yeah. I need I need that change. Well, and change is like, I'm I'm really bad with change. Like, I don't love it. But then once something does change, I'm like, oh, I needed that. I'm like, it was, that was fine. <laughs> you resisted I'll, it like, for a minute? I like go through a little bit of a crisis. Like I, like, I don't know. Every time I like move or like something major like happens in my life, I'm like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. But then you, it's like, no, nah, I'm fine like two days. You later. moved recently. Are you going through a crisis about it? No, because okay. I, I needed to move so badly. Okay. And that was one thing where I was like, can't wait to get the fuck out of this apartment. Okay. But yeah, no, I love my new place. It's great. It's exactly what I was looking for. No complaints. Cool. Best change I ever made. Cool. <laughs> Do you like living in LA? Mm. What a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I do like it. I'm not okay. like an LA hater. Mm-hmm. However, I really resisted moving here. Like when I graduated school in Portland, 
I, I stayed in Portland. I got my place there and whatever. And I was on tour a lot though. And then when I wasn't on tour, my clients were like flying me out for jobs and stuff. So I was only really ever home for like two weeks at a time. Like I was wow. really never home in yeah. Portland. But I liked having a home base to come back to that was still like a big city, but it wasn't like LA, LA. is. Yeah. Like, you know how there is something every night. There's a birthday party. There's a dinner. There's a brand event. There's some one performing somewhere. There's the, like, you always have to be at something. Yeah. And or be spending energy saying no to something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, are they mad at me? Yeah. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so it would stress me out. So I would I would be in LA for maybe like a week, a month. Yeah. I would do a ton of work. I would go home. Yeah. And I was like, I love this. I'm yeah. unreachable. Nobody can like ask me to do shit because I'm not there. And so my fear about moving to LA was like, oh my God, it's gonna be so crazy. It's so busy. Also, it's crazy expensive. Yeah. But I moved here and I was like, you know what? I'm working a lot more. Like the, you know, the cost evens out. I wasn't as worried about it. And by the time I moved, I moved during the pandemic. I moved August, 2020. Oh, no shit. Yeah. No, I had worked in LA for like six years before I moved here. I just didn't want to live here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I also- Yeah, you're still kind of new. I loved Portland. Like yeah. I love Oregon so much Portland's that I was like- Yeah. And my friends there like are normal. They yes. like have normal jobs. And we would like just like- go out to dinner and talk about like normal people's drama and that not like nice. some influencer mm -hmm. getting canceled. Like I just- That is nice. It was a, <laughs> it was a, a step back from this really crazy life I was living yeah. and I loved having that, which now nothing is real. LA is <laughs> not a real place. It's not. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. No, we live We live in, I mean, it's fantasy land. I, I like it because I'm here like <laughs> dreaming up my life, you know exactly. what I mean? And I got tons of friends oh, and all that I'm stuff. Oh, I'm having a blast. But me and my friend, Chesco, we refer to LA as a circus tent. Yes. And we're like, yeah, it's a circus tent, no door. Yeah. Like you're stuck you in there and you're either one of the little clowns driving around or you're just watching the show. And <laughs> and we just laugh and have a good time. It's pretty true. <laughs> yeah. Like, but all my friends are here. All my work is here. So I didn't like hate the move. I'm not sure. one of those people who's like, I'm trying to get out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It's fun. It's yeah. Silly. Yeah. I, I love it, but I get the balance of anytime I go somewhere else, I do feel I take like deeper breaths. Like oh. I'm like, oh, oh, that's what relaxing and, is. And people are living like real lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. That's what I take. That's what relaxes me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't feel the anxiety yeah. of six million people like trying. Yeah. You know I'm what like, I mean? Oh my God, a smoothie here's only like eight bucks. Ooh, stop That's it. Crazy. Stop it. Gas <laughs> like, is only $3. I'm like on my Erewhon $22 smoothie shit. Jeez. And I I went to Cincinnati to visit my sister recently. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, the smoothie was like $6. Yeah. She's like, yeah. So it's a sobering realization. Yeah. yeah. E even Europe. I was in Europe this oh. summer. And like as expensive as in, Paris is. It's not that bad though. You can go to a cafe in the morning, get a coffee, a baguette, a sandwich, and it's like nine euro yeah, for your, the whole Your whole thing. breakfast. And everyone walks everywhere. I know. That was the other thing I missed about Portland. Because in Portland, everyone walks everywhere. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a big city, but it's small it's enough small, that it's yeah. like compact. And I moved to LA and I was like, oh my God, I'm in the car all day. Yeah. I'll drive so, half a mile. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll drive down. I'll it's, drive. And it's unfortunate because that half a mile, you couldn't even walk if you wanted to. Yeah. It's like a freeway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'd have to cross some danger zone. I know. LA has its pros and cons, but I really. It does. I like it. I'm here. Like, I'm here for. We're here everything for what I'm it here is. to do. We're here for what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Everything I'm here to do is here. So maybe at some point. I'll, I'll go to a ranch somewhere. I don't exactly. know. Maybe. Oh, I would love to be off the grid someday. Yeah, someday. Yeah. I, think but that's, like, I think that's everybody's dream though. Yeah, do you have that too? I definitely have that 
I think we all have that like escape button dream life that's separate from our life. You I know? don't know if fully off the grid is ever <laughs> my dream life. Like I would like to go off the grid for like a year or two. But like every time I go to like, like when I was in the Cotswolds in England, yeah. I was like, oh my God, would love to just live in a little cottage <laughs> in the UK somewhere. Yeah. Or like when I was in Scotland, I'm like, I could have these long haired cows and just hang yeah. out in yeah. the mountains and never see another person again. But then you do it for a year. I, yeah, like, I do it for like I'm a year bored. or two. <laughs> no, I think I'll move back to Portland sometime. Yeah, there I don't, you go. I don't know when, but yeah. How do you find uh, the dating scene in LA? Um, bad? But <laughs> question mark? <laughs> Not amazing. Cool, cool, Yeah, cool. you know, we're all on Raya. <laughs> Yeah. Paying $20 a month to not have a boyfriend. Damn, so, yeah. damn. I never got on. I never got on, Raya. Really? Yeah. Oh. I feel like I'm probably missing um, some dates. You're not missing much anymore. Okay. I think it was really good a couple years ago. I went on some great dates and like met, you know, some awesome guys on there. It's just like nothing ever really pans out into a relationship, but it's like, it's fun. I mean, but I think that's the story of it. It went from $3.99 a month to $19.99 a month. And I just... I want to have a chat with whoever's decision that was. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that's that's expensive. exactly what I said too. It's crazy. That's expensive. So other but than that, but it's no. exclusive. But I, but I'm also not about to get on like Tinder. I'm like they're gonna murder me. So Raya, it is. I guess that's what you think. You think Tinder they're gonna murder you? Yeah, Tinder and Hinge. I'm convinced. Like you know how Wendy Williams is always like the killer. Okay, you haven't seen it. No, never mind. That's like a niche TikTok reference. But um, <laughs> I just I watch a lot of true crime, and I'm always convinced someone's trying to kill. me. I don't think they're trying to kill you on Tinder and Hinge. I just think you're gonna have to like wade through a lot oh, of. Yeah, you gotta dig a lot harder. You gotta dig deep. Dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder and Hinge. Yeah. No, it's not amazing. Okay. Yeah, I also don't have a lot of time for dating. I honestly, I, I don't put it on the fucking front of my mind. Like it's yeah. it's really on the back burner, very far back there. I know. So. Dude, I'm like you. Like I'm really independent. I, my independence is chosen. I, I think it's a strength. I, I, I enjoy it. I love my alone time. I'm super busy with what I'm creating. Yeah. But then, you know, the loneliness will hit and I'm like, ah, oh, absolutely. I, need, I need to date. I yeah. Need like once every three months, I'm like, hmm. All my, friend, <laughs> all my friends are moving in with their boyfriends. What's going on? I, I would like someone to... <laughs> To look at me and say, hi, you're a human being in this yeah. world and you look nice and smell nice and I yeah. want to see you, right? But then I really don't have a lot of time and then I'm that guy in LA. Like LA is the story, I think, of situationships. Is oh, like, 100%. It's yeah. like we all no, have like too every, much shit going and on every guy and too I many date, people. It's like, oh, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Never mind, nothing. <laughs> Never, never mind. Nothing. <laughs> Surprise. It's nothing. Um, <laughs> so I, I think so many of those like back to back. I'm just like, again, it's not on the front of my mind. I love my life. I love my friends. I love my yeah. career. And why would I let a man ruin that? <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I was I was curious because I hear a lot of I only have my side, my man side of dating in LA. The man side. I hear a yeah. lot of I, I, I'm just curious, like how it is for I don't know people our age in LA. I hear a lot from the woman side that like it's fucking awful. Yeah, I think it's also tough because a lot of the girls I know are so cool and interesting and career driven. Yeah, and hot. Yeah, and I think that's really intimidating and emasculating to a lot of men. Uh, well, because if you're a guy in LA and maybe like you're struggling and stuff isn't going super well for you, seeing this girl with like her shit together sure. and like killing it sure. can be tough because sure. I know so many like amazing girls who have a really hard time dating. Mm. And yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's mm. also like a generational thing. Yeah, I think like, I think we're in a weird just gen. So our generation weird. is 
The pandemic threw something off. <laughs> no, I think it did, genuinely. I think we were already thrown off. I think our generation, like, naturally, I think we've all watched a lot of divorces. I think we watch a lot of relationships stay together but be awful and toxic. I think yeah. we've seen a lot of evidence that, like, makes us kind of question that normal path of, like, meet someone, settle down, yeah. make it work. You know, all that stuff. I, I I know a lot of us in our generation kind of are questioning those things, but then it leads us to these weird, like, ambiguous dating spaces. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. And, and part of it just is L.A. is, like, we have too many options, all of us, yeah. guys and girls. Like, there's too many options of what to do on any given night with who. Yeah. What friend group where. Oh, she looks good. She looks good. He looks good. He looks good. Like, well, I think that's why no one is trying to settle down. Exactly. It's like, especially guys that I date and I'm in like situationships with, it's always kind of iffy because they're like, oh, like, what if another girl just pops out from behind a bush and I like her about her? And it's like, she's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know what to tell you. She's not here. There's no Bush, yeah, and she's not in it. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. But I think everyone likes to keep their options open. It's a very big, like, what if type of thing. I, I think that is yeah. a part of it. Yeah. It's weird vibes. Yeah. I'm guilty of it sometimes, too. Not in, I feel like in the least toxic way I can be. I'm very, like, open with my communication with people, but not necessarily, like, keep my options open because you're not good enough, but just, like, I feel like these days I need to get to know someone for, like, a long time before I'm going to start. Same. Before I'm going to start, like, changing my boundaries, priorities. Yeah. Like, well, and if I'm not, like, obsessed with you, what's the point? I, I agree. Literally, what's the point? I agree. Like, I, sometimes I like people, and I'm like, oh, that was fun. Like, we had a good time. <laughs> but, like, are we doing it again? I don't think so. I, I like, agree. I don't really have time for, like, the wishy-washy, like, maybe I'll start to like him one of these days. I won't. <laughs> I you know I'm not and I know myself and I yeah you think you know you think you know really fast if it's gonna oh, swing yeah. that way or not yeah like yeah. once I meet someone I will either be obsessed with them or I'm like this was so fun <laughs> thank you so much I'll text ya <laughs> oh, yeah it's it's strange times out here for our generation and yeah. dating especially if you got like a bunch of shit going on yeah. Like I have a bunch, I have a well, bunch mentally, creatively And that's the other thing, like schedule. taking time out of your day to like go out with someone and then it's like, ugh, not that great, but like I already put some time into this. Do I like keep doing it? Do I just kind of cut it off? Like it's, it's a lot. It yeah. is a lot. I don't know. I'm just, I'm a career focused person and I feel like a lot of people in LA are. I know. And it, that's what makes it tough too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like somewhere... My hope is, I mean, shit. My hope is like somewhere along, I don't know, these days I'm really kind of clear on my path and like what I'm growing and where I want it to take me and mm -hmm. where I want things to go. I feel like somewhere on this clarity of my career, I'll like look over, I hope, and just in the flow of doing what I need to do for that, it'll be like, oh, hey. That's so ideal. You know? Yeah. No, that's great. Like, hey, you, oh, you also are, hey, cool. Yeah. We should. I think that's a good way to put it too. Because right? I'm like, I also just, I meet so many people through work and through like other yeah. things where I'm like, I know there there are people that I'll probably meet that I'm like, oh, like maybe this could work out. And it's just a, we'll figure it, we'll figure it out when we get there. <sighs> yeah. We'll, cross that bridge when we we'll come to cross it. it when we get to <laughs> it. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 And I do need, I do need to kind of be not obsessed, but a little obsessed. A little obsessed. I need the feeling to be like. Yo. Yeah, because it has to 
like I have to like actively like want to like keep talking to them, keep hanging out with yeah. them. And I'm like, honestly, a lot of people, I'm just, I don't have the energy for that. I know. I know. Because you got a lot of friends. You got a lot. Of, like there's, I just, uh, there's I so much the when you're full and independent already. I know. Yeah. For like another person. Oh my God. Yeah. They better be the shit. My favorite color one more time. Like I'm going to freak out. Like, favorite color? Is you know, that you, still being you asked? Know, but you know, Are you, you have 12? To, you know when you have to like, tell your entire life story to somebody yes. and you have to like learn everything about you. Yes, I'm like, yes, I can't, yes. I don't have any more of those left in me. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I have, I have really actually tried to not go down those conventional boring ass paths on like first dates and like, like, I feel like it's kind of necessary though, because if I don't know anything about your backstory, what are we? No, of course. I don't know some, you. <laughs> some part of it's necessary, but, but it also gets like, oh, you're like, where are you from? What's your But it's like, what am I supposed to do? Not ask you where you're from? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll just never know. Ask that. me something better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's other ways to get to know someone than like, tell me about yourself. I find I can learn more about someone. Of course, at some point, those questions need to be asked. But like, I find someone telling me who they are is not the right information. Does that make sense? Like, okay. I need to see how our interactions are. What happens yeah. when I throw like a little shade at you as a joke? Like, how do you respond to that? That's more important information to me than you being like, my favorite color is yellow. <laughs> and okay, but like, I need to know what someone's favorite color is. Do you? Actually, no. I are don't you even in have a elementary school? I don't think I have a favorite color. That's what I'm saying. We're adults. You got a favorite? Like, if someone asked me, I'm going to say blue. But do I really? I love colors. I don't think I have one. I, probably black. Wow. Yeah. See, there you go. Emo, pop punk. I know. It just goes I knew with it. everything. I fucking knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Black's not a color, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is. I, I That question I will not answer on if I'm getting to know someone. I love that. I will. I'll say. Stick by that. I'll say favorite color. <laughs> ask me something better. Like right now. That is not relevant to anything. Yeah. I'm not in fifth grade anymore. I know. The getting to know people phase is is tough. It is tough. Yeah. Are you a big texter? Um, yes and no. I'm in a bunch of like group chats with my friends. That's what's we up. keep it we keep it busy. Keep We're them memes about busy all day long. Yeah. Gossip. It's just the best. <laughs> Other than that, no. I'm like FaceTime me there or send me an email. Okay, good. I'm like a big introvert. I really love to just sit in my house and like do nothing and like me too, dude. not text people. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that that's the other mistake I see so many people make is trying to get to know someone through text. I know. You can't. Yeah. And I feel like that's also so, not like middle school, but you know, like back in the day, like right when like AIM? AIM, yeah, or like, or like Facebook chat or like whatever was big and everyone was just using that. Now I'm like, okay, just call me on the phone. Yeah. So I can like do the dishes while we have this conversation. Yeah. Like, and so I can actually like hear, yeah. hear what's happening yeah. in I your world. I think the only time I'll like really text someone is like if it's a very like, I don't know, serious conversation that I'm having with like someone who's not in LA. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, I'm like catching up with like my friends in New York or something. Or if it's like a guy I'm really obsessed with. Yeah. I'll text him. You're like favorite color, favorite color, favorite color. No. I'll <laughs> just, just kidding. I'll just like act like he's funny. <laughs> Wow. They love that. Well, we do love it. Yeah. We do love it. Yeah. Yeah. Being told I'm funny, it's everything. It's huge. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to hear anything else. Just like, oh my God, you're so funny. I'm like, oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, well, great, dude. I'm I'm really glad I got to see you off social media. I know. Same. Yeah. We should do this more We should often. do this more often. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you in a fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> next year, I'll come back on the pod and that'll be the next Perfect. The next it'll time. be the next time I see you. It'll be fantastic. Um, I'd like to leave our audience with a little piece of advice. You've you've already dropped some photography and key to growing up, but just okay. what comes to mind? I feel like our audience listens to these episodes just looking for a little like comfort through wherever they're at in their journey. You know, I think it's nice to hear like that the struggles and the joys of growing up can be had in like a normal conversation. I, I, yeah. I, so that's kind of our audience is out there just like wanting to feel a little comforted on their on their growing up journey. Mm. So what piece of advice do you have? I don't know. I feel like like the what did I wish I knew when I was younger type of thing is yeah. like I think there are so many things yeah. that like, you know, you just realize in like small bits throughout your life. I think piggybacking off of like my first one where I mm -hmm. like talked about like being independent and like self-sufficient and like yeah. learning to like do stuff yourself and rely on yourself and trust yourself. I think learning that it's like okay to outgrow things like people, places, relationships, mm. all of that. Like if you have a friend breakup, maybe it's not the end of the world. If you get fired, you'll get another, like you'll be fine. Like you'll literally be fine. And I think in the moment that's really tough because you're like, oh my God, like my life is over. This huge thing is happening to me, but you have to like learn to kind of just take a step back, take a deep breath, be sad about it, go through it and it'll be fine. I don't know. I think that's one of my biggest things because I, I always have like big anxieties over like moments like that. And then I'm like a, a couple of days later, I'm like, oh, I'm fine. That was okay. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 I'll figure it out. But also, yeah, just like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't always know. see it in the moment. Exactly. You got to feel those. You got to feel those feelings. Exactly. Right but yeah, I just feel like I've had so many things in my life, whether it's like friend breakups or like clients I've lost or like, you know, making poor like business decisions where I'm like, fuck, like I fucked up or like this is really bad or like whatever. And it's like from where I'm sitting now, I really don't even remember what half of those things were. Mm -hmm. So it happens for a reason. It'll be fine. It'll probably be better. I love that. Yeah. I think even the way you phrase that, I don't think we've we've had it said on this pod like that, but it's very... I was going to say, has someone ever said that? It's... Because I feel like that's a niche or like a general one. No, it, no, it's actually very on our theme to say like it's okay to Part of growing up is outgrowing. Absolutely, things. like that's we've. I don't think we've ever phrased it that way Ugh. on this pod. So that, nice. I love that. Yes, it's it's okay. Not only okay, it's necessary yeah. to outgrow necessary. times in your life, identities of yourself, friends, jobs. Like yeah, yeah. Just just times. I don't know. Everything always feels like it's going to be forever. And I guess the older we get, the more you realize you go through enough cycles yeah. of change that you go like. Oh no, everything yeah. is not forever. Yeah. I will be someone new in a couple years. Well, and it's so weird too when you're like, I don't know, 18 or whatever, and you're like, yeah, by 25, I'm going to be this, 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 and this. And you're 25 and you're like, what was all that? What's, what's <laughs> going on? None of those things. None of those things. <laughs> but like, you might be just something different, yeah. which is like better or fine or, yeah. you know, whatever. That's, that's also my big difficult one with dating is uh, my life especially in a creative industry, especially in LA, my life changes so fucking often. Mm -hmm. My priorities, what I'm working on, my mental state, like yeah. it's it's dynamic. Like a job comes in and I'm gone for a month. Like totally. life is changing so rapidly. So I think in a lot of like normal lives, people that live normal lives, mm -hmm. you can find someone, get to know who they are and kind of count on certain aspects of life staying the same. So you just go like, cool, let's be together. I gotta, I gotta know someone can 
grow and change with me or that our balance still fits through all of my changes or shit like that. You know, it's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, we're going to keep figuring it out. Are we? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'll keep getting into situationships and uh, you'll keep being independent. Go. We're vibing. It's We're great. vibing. It's great. Guys, go follow Nezrin on all the things at Black Prince. Yeah. On Insta? On Instagram. Yeah. I told you I don't really tweet anymore. Yeah. Twitter. Which is which is kind of over. Yeah. But also Black Prince on there. Yeah, that's where it's at. Go check out her photography. It's really some beautiful stuff. And we'll shoot again at some point and make me I look know, we have make to. me look pretty. You yeah. Know? We'll do another round of like press photos for this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I need some golden golden lights and exactly. pretty edits, you know? I want to feel like one of your French girls. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nezrin. Thank you.